Are you prepared for the Twitter name change? Stay tuned. Into Tomorrow is up next. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning Into Tomorrow during our 28th year covering consumer tech. This particular program for the weekend of June 9th, 2023. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. We're coming to you from the Dexcom G7 into tomorrow's studios. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Be sure to visit dexcom.com. And in a couple of weeks, it's Father's Day. It will be. And around the same time as Grad's Day's. You know, we always have to share it with the grads. I know. Mom's day doesn't have to share it with anybody, (sighs) except the kids, (laughs) whatever. Mm -hmm. So don't forget tech for your dad. Yes. And all the goodies that consumer tech offers. I mean, my dad already has all the tech. Does he? Yeah. Oh, that would be me. Yeah. I I don't know that I have all the tech. My dad already has all the tech that I could afford. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. That's a battery. Yeah, it's all the stuff that you get from the from Five Below. <laughs> exactly. We, of course, have a bunch of interesting tech news and commentary, including Apple had some shindig again this week. Yeah, we'll get into some of those details. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. tell you about that. But Elon Musk's brain implant company has been approved by the FDA for human testing. Okay. How alarmed do you think we should be? And I don't mean you, I mean our audience. Be sure to let us know your thoughts at 800-899-INTO or mash that Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Are you alarmed by such a thing? Would you want to be one of the first human testees? Testies? What? <laughs> Not testies. Testees. Oh, I see. Oh, my God. I don't think they're going to implant there. <laughs> they might. It's brain implants, and well, we all know. For some of us, that's where our brains are. <laughs> Gosh, I can see people driving off the road now with laughter. Please be careful. You may LOL, but don't don't be uh, dangerous. And wives slapping their husbands right now because they know exactly that that's what they're thinking. That's true. We've heard from more and more people that are saying that they do listen to our podcast through their car radio, you know, their Apple Play or Android Auto and things like that. So, yeah, I can hear now. Yeah, <laughs> some wife smacking the husband or significant other, vice versa, whatever the case. But some people are quite alarmed by that. Mm-hmm. And others are like, no, that's great. I mean, it, the way I look at it is what they're working on is to help people who are paralyzed. Uh, it help. It can help depression. It can do all sorts of good things for people. But now... How government control. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Elon Musk, so I, I think well, I trust him more. Certainly know. more than our government. Well, but I want to know. I trust my ex-wife more than that, but, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. You can't trust your ex-wife for anything. 
If her mouth is open, she's lying, among other things. But anyway, um, but this is something that I'm curious about what our audience thinks about it. Are you alarmed? Are you concerned? Do you think it's going to be a good thing? How do you think it's going to end up being? Kind of like I always look for our audience's concerns about artificial intelligence. What do you think of that, too? So if you're looking for some reason to participate on the show and win prizes, Chris is going to tell you what's available a little later on. Stay tuned. we got some cool stuff to share with you this week, as always. But there's a reason to participate, call in and win stuff, because that should help. You mentioned uh, Apple's little, uh, you know, thing little this week. Little shindig, yeah, yeah. their uh, Worldwide Developer Conference. Yes, the WWDC. Yeah, they're taking over the world, they think. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, one of the biggest announcements was the unveiling of their much-anticipated, uh, worst-kept-secret Vision <laughs> Pro mixed reality headset. <laughs> yes. Interesting video, though. I mean, it was like an extreme close-up of this headset and every little element of it flying around you know i can imagine a mosquito-sized camera (laughs) sort of flying around this headset very artsy but presumably it lets you partake in both virtual reality and augmented reality experiences Uh, the primary interface displays apps on top of the real world for the wearer yeah and people nearby can still see the wearer's eyes through the device using an external display feature that apple calls eyesight (laughs) So you're not going to trip over your furniture with it, apparently? Yeah, so it's basically got a single strip of glass in front of the device along with a digital crown that lets you switch in and out of AR and VR. Ah, it's got an external battery pack that's capable of lasting two whole hours Woo-hoo. on a single charge. <laughs> you shouldn't be wearing a headset more than that anyway. Yeah. Because your eyes are going to be affected yeah. adversely, I well, think. And if you, you know, and if you're in my uh, financial position, you probably won't be wearing one of these anyway. This is apparently expensive. <laughs> yeah. Like how much? Uh, $3,500. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it won't be available until early next year. So save up those pennies now. Yeah, so you got time to save. Yep. So and it'll be running Vision OS, which is Apple's new VR operating system. <laughs> Vision OS. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, they also introduced a bigger 15-inch MacBook Air. If you're the likes that likes to have a piece of fruit on your laptop. Yeah, which is a, an upgrade to their current lineup, which has only been featuring 13-inch displays until now. Woo. So they're marketing the device as the world's thinnest 15-inch laptop, and says that it weighs just over three pounds. Well, that's not bad. Just over three pounds. 18 hours of battery life, 500 nits of brightness, and a 1080p webcam. Uh, It sells for about $1,300, and you can order it now if you want, but I'd I'd, I'd rather my (laughs) (laughs) $1,300. Mac Studio and Mac Pro get an upgrade with more powerful M2 Ultra chips. The Apple announcement uh, included that the fact that its latest versions of the two desktop devices will have the new M2 Ultra chip, a component that has an up to 24-core CPU and up to 76-core GPU. Wow. Remember the days when we used to talk about the new dual-core machines? Yes, and woohoo, dual-core. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. wow, there's a quad-core? Yeah. Now we're up to 24. <laughs> or 76 for a GPU. Yeah. It's uh-huh. absolutely nuts. And, of course, $2,000 for Mac Studio and the Mac Pro, yeah. because money's no object, is $7,000. Yikes. <laughs> Well, and, you know, and that's when you would need their next announcement. It's a mental health-focused journaling app 
It's the new app for iOS called Journal. And as the name implies, Journal will encourage you to log your thoughts about recent activities or trips. Why don't they just <laughs> implant a brain chip? Well, that's probably You don't next. have to worry about logging your thoughts. Yeah. You know, they're saying that it's uh, end-to-end encrypted and that the logs are only stored locally on the device. But, yeah, sure. Yeah, can we believe these tech companies? No, of course not. Yeah. You know they're going <laughs> to share the information. They're certainly going to gather it. Uh-huh. Because how else are they going to know how it's working? Yeah, exactly. The app will arrive later this year. Yeah. So you can... Prepare your mental health for that. And before you tell the app your thoughts, let us know your thoughts. And then we'll send you prizes. So you can participate by calling the Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO or the Ask Dave app. It's free for iOS and Android. Or use that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Hey, everyone. Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you. Oh, he's right. Thank you, Cameron, because it is that easy. So if you've ever wondered why I say that ring, as in ring cameras, may be somewhat helpful, but I think they pretty much suck otherwise, according to the FTC, all ring security cameras gave every employee of Amazon-owned ring full access to every customer's videos. And they failed to patch bugs in the system that allowed hackers to access cameras and scare consumers. That according to the Federal Trade Commission. The complaint filed in U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia stated that, quote, not only could every Ring employee and Ukraine-based third-party contractor, nice, (laughs) had access to every customer's videos, all of which, by the way, were stored unencrypted on Ring's network. But until 2017, they could also readily download any customer's videos and then view, share, or disclose those videos at will. Keep in mind and look at Ring competitors. Because they, for years, they were not doing a darn thing to fix that. And people wonder why I won't put any of these cameras inside my home. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I won't get the ring dash cam for my car because, you know, I don't want them watching me uh, singing along wrong to all the songs on the radio. I'm sure that's a fool. I'm sure that's the worst thing. Yeah. As opposed to, I don't know, picking your nose while driving I or something. Pick my nose. I, well, do you yeah. pick your friend's or yeah. your friend's nose? I pick or? my friend's nose. Oh, my gosh. That's how <laughs> that goes. What do you think about any of these tech news items or anything else going on in the tech world these days? We want to hear from you. 800. 899 into anytime or even gooder. Yeah, he said even gooder. Use the free Into Tomorrow app and mash that message to studio button. In today's connected world, high speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. 
Welcome back into tomorrow. We're going to hear from Daniel in Alabama momentarily. But first, this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. If you'd like more information, text radio to 35000. Again, text the word radio to 35000. What is one of the easiest ways to get your fruits and vegetables? Other than this company that grinds them all up and puts them in a pill. My God, just eat your fruits and vegetables. Well, how about drinking them? With this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria. Thanks, Dave. Most of us need to eat more fruits and vegetables, and smoothies are one of the healthiest and most versatile drinks to help with this. You can make your smoothie sweet with fruit and add a healthy punch of vegetables with a handful of spinach. Reach for fresh ingredients such as bananas, apples, and carrots, or frozen items like berries or chopped greens. Find some delicious smoothie recipes online for a great on-the-go breakfast to fill in the gaps in your daily nutrition and an easy way to get your greens in every day. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. I like most of that suggestion. And I like spinach, but in a smoothie? Yeah, but she forgot the rum. Yeah, <laughs> now, now, now. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch without the rum. For products that help you recover, revitalize, and relax every day, you certainly want to visit humantouch.com. And as promised, Daniel in Prattville, Alabama. Welcome into tomorrow. I have a 2011 Hewitt Packard laptop. Here, I turned it on a couple weeks, a month ago. And the flash player is not long, is no longer supported, and some of the things that it does don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. What can I replace a uh, flash player with on a 2011 Hewitt Packard laptop? Well, it sounds a lot like me. Some of the things I do don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sort of how that happens there. Well, Daniel, unfortunately, the answer is nothing. Flash Player was a nest of vulnerabilities and bad performance that was eventually replaced by HTML5. So if you can upgrade to a newish browser, the functionality on the modern web that used to rely on Flash will have been replaced by native HTML5 functionality. Yeah, now, of course, having said that, if you're relying on custom components that you run locally and that use Flash behind the scenes, then your only real option is to run an old, risky version of Flash. Yeah. If you do that, it'd be safer to run it in a virtual machine or otherwise sandbox it to be somewhat better protected against known vulnerabilities. Now, if all you need to do is load uh, SWF files, then you may be able to use an open source Flash player, but that will only let you load local SWF files rather than anything embedded into a website or a platform. Yeah, true. Now, if you just want to interact with modern websites, you won't really find much of any Flash left. There was a very long notice period that websites used to upgrade to HTML5 native players before support was fully dropped by Adobe way back in 2020. So hopefully we've steered you in the right direction, Daniel. Let us know, though, what you end up doing, because I'm sure you're not the only one, and it'll help other listeners as well. And, of course, if you've got a question, a comment, maybe help for Daniel or other listeners, let us know at 800-899-INTO-ANYTIME. Michael didn't say where he's calling from. Ah, Please, folks, when you use the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com, Just add that information. Very easy. Your first name, where you're calling from, and then ask your question, make your comment, help the other listener, whatever it is you want to do. Anyway, Michael, from wherever, however, welcome into tomorrow. 
I was curious if you could explain the difference between Web 2.0 and Web 3.0. I know a little bit enough to dabble a little bit in purchasing cryptocurrency, hmm. but not enough to know enough about it, I guess, to completely explain it to someone like my parents. I also wanted to say thank you for your guys' show. I've been listening to it for about a year, and uh, it's definitely become a part of my every weekend ritual. Oh, well, very cool. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate that very much. And I love the fact that you want to help your parents and try to explain it. But the short way to explain is Web 2 is centralized and Web 3 is decentralized. Yep. So what does that mean? (laughs) The longer way to explain it is it's still a solution looking for a problem. Web 2 is the Internet as we know it today where you can start a blog, upload a video to YouTube, for example, and generally not just consume, but actively create parts of the Internet. So far, the only real-world use of Web3 are cryptocurrencies, and they have failed to deliver on any of their promises so far. Boy, by big time, yeah. Uh, the most popular ones are not really all that private, unless used in very specific ways. Uh, they don't work as tax havens anymore. They're not immune to inflation. The ones pegged to flat currencies don't stay pegged. They're mostly exchanged via centralized exchange rather than directly, and exchanges are starting to discover why certain flat economy rules were put into place in the first place and adopting similar measures. Uh, Web3 should allow people to trade with each other directly, and it should allow for a shared ledger of not just commercial transactions, but other information, meaning that there wouldn't be a central database, but a distributed shared ledger that should be more resilient. And mind you, we're going to have all of our show notes at intotomorrow.com. Look for Father's Day weekend, June 17th, uh, to, to get more of these details, if you will. But in the real world, there haven't been any solid widespread use cases for the technology yet outside of cryptocurrencies. And if you check technically inclined forums like Y Combinator's Hacker News, for example, you'll see lots of skepticism from real-world professionals. Yeah, and sooner or later, we'll all find better real-world uses for a decentralized, tamper-resilient ledger. But right now, Web3 is mostly used as a term that people use to sell fantasies of the future, Mm -hmm. not unlike the old promise of an immersive, almost real VR world versus the reality of, oh, I have to sit in one place and my character in the game doesn't move at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good example, though. So, Michael, I, I don't know if we really answered your question well, because it is hard to figure out. Uh, but if nothing else, you can read our show notes to your parents and just say it came from your mind. Uh, and and I hope that that helps clarify. So, yeah, Web3, uh, again, a, a solution looking for a problem is probably the best way, as I mentioned early on in the answer to you. Uh, let us know, though, what you think and if that helped you at all, uh, or if your parents did the same thing that I think a lot of people did, and that is, huh? <laughs> See what happens. Let's meet at intotomorrow.com. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. 
Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or 10 minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511 or visit onholdaudio.net. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. If you're not already watching us on video, we remind you to visit us at intotomorrow.com and check out this particular interview because we are catching up with a recent guest who joined us in our studio in Miami and talking about really the backbone of America, and that is small business and especially small 12-volt businesses that take such good care of our cars and trucks and motorcycles and boats and all sorts of things. This time, this week with this interview, we're coming to you from a very cool small business that does a great job with a whole lot of electronics for your vehicles and then some in Pembroke Pines, Florida. It's called Cartronics, and we're delighted to be joined once again by the owner of Cartronics, who I think has the best name for any retailer, although it's spelled differently, but trust me, I love it. Less tax for retail. Les, welcome back into tomorrow. Hello, How are Dave. you? I'm great. How are you today? Glad to have you with us as well. I'm glad to have uh, us here in, in one of your locations because exactly. it's always better to touch and feel and see the things that your customers experience. Yes. And there's, we had so many good questions and great feedback from the last time you were on the show about, I didn't know that, or mm. oh my gosh, that was awesome, or I didn't know I could do that with my vehicle, that we thought it's time to do kind of a recap and talk about some additional things. Okay. And of course, I guess the main thing from the 12 volt industry has always been, from the get-go, car radios. Right. Well, of course, that's the foundation of the business originally, and it's uh, expanded throughout the years, and it's morphed through the years with the, all the new technologies that come out, and, you know, the, the consumer becomes aware of it, whether it's from the newer cars or things that they've heard or seen on the Internet, and they want to know, can I do that in my car, too? Yeah. That they don't, maybe, maybe they don't have it yet, yeah. or they want to make it better that they already have it. And it's no mistake that we're standing right next to a Porsche that yeah. you're doing even more work on. In fact, uh, one of our staff, as we walked in, says, well, what does a Porsche not have that Les and his team want to put in? I said, anything and everything, because they can afford to do it, number one. But number two, it's like, no, of course I want more goodies. I want yeah. more electronics. Yeah, right, absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, every new car could have, you would think, everything, but not all of them do. Yeah, and um, there's always something that they want that the manufacturer simply just doesn't offer. In this case, this guy um, purchased this vehicle for a family member, and they're shipping it out of the state. 
but before it goes, they put a radar detector in. So they got a K-40 uh, full-blown front and rear radar laser detection, laser diffusion radar detector installed. So apparently this member of the family has gotten speeding tickets and they want to help that to not be a problem. I wouldn't know, but maybe yeah, just we, want to avoid we, that we, from happening. That's true, it's, it's true, we're assuming. But that's a good example about how it may have everything according right. to a dealer that you're buying a, a new car from. Right but there's still something else you can easily add. Right? That's correct, always something else. Yeah, and let's talk then about car audio specifically. We're in front of a really cool Alpine uh, display here, uh, and you are a flagship retail specialist. Ooh, I, I know that means something because it means that you sell a lot of this type of equipment in addition to others that are very commonly known. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it does mean something because it's uh, only the long-standing dealers that would acquire that accolade. Um, you know, you have to establish a lot of, um, you know, good customer feedback. Sure. Uh, you know, obviously be representing the brand and the product very well, have a lot of knowledge about the product. Uh, so it goes through all of those details. Actually, the flagship concept from Alpine is drifting away. They're going to be creating a newer concept for their they're premium dealers, mm -hmm. and that's going to be coming uh, probably this year or next year. We oh. don't know yet exactly. Very cool. Right. So I'm reminded then you probably get a lot of customers that come in and they say, I've got a new car, but the sound isn't quite what I'm hoping for. I need a tweeter or I need a, 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 a subwoofer. And you go, why do you think you need that, right? That's it's got to right. be your first question. It's yeah. like, we're not going to just put it in. That's what right. What are you looking for? Well, so, you know, very true. Um, you know, the, you would think that the cars have the best sound they can possibly have now by this point in the game, but and they try. The manufacturers offer basic, model, basic models, uh, step-up audio, premium audio, and even higher in some cases. Mm -hmm. And there's always this, the customer that says, it's fine, but it doesn't sound good enough for me. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. Well, so they do come in with this self-diagnosis, you know, I already know I need this, or I already know I need that. Very similar to going to the doctor and telling them I already know what the problem is, just you know, write the prescription. <laughs> yeah. But the doctor needs to know more about what's going on, and that's what I am, in that case, the doctor. Gotcha. So we kind of get a feel for what is their happy spot, what do they like about their system, what they don't like. Usually we'll walk out to the car, sit inside, listen to it. I always tell the customer, pretend I'm not here. Turn on your stereo and, and, and use it the way you would by yourself in the room. Yeah. With and let your me get favorite a feel music or yeah. radio your, station or your, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Your settings, your favorite music, the, the volume that you would typically listen to. And now we can get a better feel of what's really missing and how we can give you advice on how to improve on that. Mm -hmm. um, and so they think they need a tweeter or they think they need a uh, subwoofer and they may be right in some cases, but usually there's more to it than that. So, you know, these companies, Alpine, for example, and many other brands that we carry, they have always had better sounding components from the get-go, and they also have solutions to fixing what's kind of inadequate about the way the car sounds from the factory, or I mean, for a lot of customers, the older systems. It just got old, sure. wore out, you know, needed yeah. to be modernized. Yeah. Th things happen, and the fact is that you do that digging for people because otherwise, if you go to a big box store, for example, somebody says, I want a, a tweeter or yeah, I want a subwoofer, <laughs> they just sell them. There you it. go, have fun. Yeah. And they're, they're still not happy, most likely. Oh, most always. Yeah, most always. In fact, that's really disappointing because yeah. they, you know, they, they think the brand let them down and really it was the salesman or the, or the application that let them down more. Well, and that's why, as you know, we have talked with our audience for most of our 27 years on the air that it's all about small businesses like yourselves that specialize in this. Yeah. You know, don't go to a store where the guy was suddenly a, a, a refrigerator expert two, <laughs> two minutes ago, and now he's a vehicle audio expert. Right. No, no, no. Go to your local 12-volt dealers 
to get that family feel, if you will. And, and you can go back to them when you have issues and you're gonna resolve whatever their issues are. Our goal is always to make the customer happy. Sure. You know, it's, uh, the money's great, but the real goal is you know, the perpetuation of the, of the brand Cartronics and the, and the realization that everyone loves. This is the place to come to because we're gonna make sure that you're happy, whatever it takes. Sure. And we're gonna try to do that the first time almost always get it done right the first time, but if something isn't quite, you know, what you anticipate or expected, no problem. Bring it in, let's sit down and figure out what it's gonna to take to make you happy. And, and, while there, and while there may or may not be a Cartronics specifically nearby you, the point is there are thousands of yeah. businesses like yours. That's right. All around the country. There's a lot of great guys out and, there. And don't hesitate to visit one of those That's with right. any issue you have for your vehicles. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you go into a car stereo shop, you may wanna know, um, what exactly is your background? Mm -hmm. How long have you been doing this for? What kind of trainings have you had? What kind of certifications do you have? Are uh, you an authorized deal of the products you represent? Um, have you done this before? You know, how many times? Um, you know, and if, the more you talk to somebody, the more you start to feel, you don't have to be a specialist to know you're speaking to a specialist unless they really kind of got you fooled. Which, yeah. You know, but you don't you want to be the do. guinea pig with your brand new car if you That's don't true. feel comfortable with someone. That's right. So again, go to a store like Les's and, and the type that he does all around the country and uh, learn more about them. Speaking of learning more, a lot of folks are wanting displays. And if we step back behind me, we've got an even bigger display. Yeah. Uh, happens to also be an Alpine system. Yeah. But this seems to be the way to go. A lot of folks that say, I've got a brand new car and I love the radio and the sounds, but I want a better display, That's right. a bigger display. I want to see more. That's right then they come to folks like you and get something like this. Absolutely, so you know, cars will come with a, um, a variety of choices when you buy them off the parking lot. And the car dealerships don't always have every model available, especially during the past few years with the COVID restriction yeah. and product availability. So a lot of consumers had purchased vehicles that weren't quite the one they wanted, but it was enough to get by it. And then after they've had it for a while, um, they realized, gee, you know, uh, the, the screen is too small or it doesn't have Apple CarPlay or it doesn't do something that I thought it did and, and I really would like to do something better. So we're looking at um, Alpine's 11-inch, um, what they call the Halo display. So It's kind very, of a floating thing. It's kind right? of a floating a thing, screen, right. Yeah. So traditionally we would put radios into the dashes of cars that fit right into the dash. Yeah. We have all of the replacement dash kits that cars would require and harnesses and connectors make it all go in seamlessly but fit right in would be the traditional format is that what's known as single or double single or double din double okay. din would be the typical seven inch lap maximum screen display gotcha. and, and that's still I would say most common mm -hmm. however the the uh, the OEMs or the original equipment manufacturers the new cars um, are creating cars more and more and more with larger and larger and larger displays and they're advertising that on TV and the consumer sees that the, all these new cars have big screens and Tesla was the big you know, rollout with the Teslas of the big screens really grew a lot of attention yeah. and then GM and Ford and Chevy and Chrysler and every other company and all the Japanese vehicles too are also making cars with larger screens. So when the customer comes into the store, they would say, is there a way to get a larger screen on my otherwise would have been a standard aperture space location. So these guys created radios with larger screens that still fit into the traditional um, dash fitting. Gotcha. Right? So we have okay. the 11 inch, they have 10 inch, nine inch, eight inch, other than seven inch. And it's not uncommon then for folks who get a brand new car 
to come to a shop like yours and say, I want to replace the radio. Not uncommon at all. We see it every day. <laughs> you know, you would say you would figure mostly the older used cars, and that is very popular. Oh, of course. Because yeah. they wear out. They don't have the technology. But even brand new cars, 2022s, roll into the shop, they want to change the radio. Upgrading, whether it's a brand new car or an older car, you can also get some additional features. It might be something like amplifiers. You got that power if that's what you're looking for, or just some additional uh, detail technology that you're looking for. Absolutely. So, you know, the amplifier is a great topic to talk about because a lot of customers think that amplifiers are just about power. Yeah. And for a certain crowd, that is exactly what it's for. Just power is all that matters. Yeah. But for other crowd, it may be for just better sound quality, more definition. You may not need to be a louder system, but you need some type of equipment that can reproduce the audio with more detail and finesse. And we talk about the warmth of sound and the depth of sound, so better amplifiers and better processing of sound gives you that more of a quality live experience that you might want to get if you have a, a tuned ear for music, and there's a lot of people out there that do. Sure. So don't think of an amplifier as just loudness. Correct. If it's a new one, especially with a lot of features, the quality really plays a much more important role. Absolutely. So we'll take a factory car sound system that's brand new and perfectly well working and just improve it either to make it louder sometimes, mm -hmm. um, but often just to make it sound better. And we'll use better amplification, we'll use better speaker components, replace them in the location that they came from the factory in. Mm -hmm. All there are cars that we actually have to custom build in locations for speakers, but for most people, they want to keep the car looking original. Sure. Uh, and, and whatever we're doing, they want to be able to reverse it back if they sell the car or if it's a lease. And a lot of the things that we're doing is always with the plan that it can be undone yeah. and put back to original so they don't lose the value of the vehicle. Now let's talk about those that want the subwoofer, and they know. They'll come into a store like yours and say, I want bass. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, and that may be the case then. That's right. In which case, uh, you have to determine how much bass, how big a subwoofer, what kind of system goes in. You do a lot of customization. I'm looking across your showroom, yeah. and there's a lot of... What, cabinets, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Well, the woofer category is big, and <laughs> big because the woofers are big, but not, yeah. they don't have to be. So the manufacturers have been very clever in creating smaller and smaller woofers and flatter and flatter woofers for more tighter enclosures, like under the seats, of, back the seats, behind the seats of pickup trucks, for example. Mm -hmm. um, or for the client that says, I don't want to use up any more room in my car, they can't or they don't want to. Um, so there's very compact woofers, and then there's the full-size woofers. So that's a very big category, um, and there are companies that have done a marvelous job in making better-sounding speakers that go in the boxes. These are woofers. Um, and then they make better cabinets that make the woofer sound better. And then, of course, we come into building new enclosures that fit the car more precise, or we can find uh, pre-made cabinets. We have some in the store. I guess you'll take some shots later uh, that fit the vehicle specifically. So a lot of 12-volt dealers like you all around the country will even custom make these enclosures, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah custom make them if they're not available, absolutely. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you don't have to take up the entire trunk of your car for a woofer. Some do, and maybe that's what they're looking for, right. but you don't have to do that. You definitely don't have to, uh, and for the guy who wants to, he'll come all the power to him. Sure. But for most people, just one or two good subs can make a massive change in the sound quality in their vehicle and not take up all the real estate in their vehicle as well. Last time we had Les on the show, we talked a lot about Kicker and their subwoofers, which then brings us now to the Marine display here in Lester's uh, showroom, because Marine is certainly continues to be a growing category, I'm oh, yeah. guessing, in 12 volt as well. And aside from the obvious difference of it's on the water versus on the road, there are things that work well 
for marine electronics yeah, as well. Absolutely. So uh, aside from the fact that the marine speakers and amplifiers and radios that they're developing now are developed well to resist the environment because sure. they are exposed to more moisture and spray and, and in Florida salt, right. which is a big problem for a lot of marine products. Um, marine products also have to have different type of dispersion of sound. They have to be a little bit louder, they have to spread more because they're not inside a closed room, they're in the open boat, which is the open air. So the marine engineering is um, always reinventing itself when it, when it comes to just how good can it sound on a boat other than just loud. Yeah. So they have speakers that have, you know, obviously you can see these also light up, which is another uh, conversation because pe people with boats love that, especially at night when they're coming back, the lights are on, the boats are blinking and the yeah. colors match if they want to. But they also have products where their speakers are designed to spread the sound out a lot so that you know when you hang them, especially in the canopies of boats, it can be heard if they anchor out on a sandbar and they want to swim out, they want to hear the music. Stuff is heard from a distance as well. Wow. It's pretty interesting. Very cool. And yeah. obviously everything is weatherproof uh, yeah. in order for that, which also reminds me, we were talking before we were on the air here about weatherproof issues for motorcycles. Ah, yes, that's right. So um, we love Kicker and we do a lot of Kicker product and Kicker also has uh, uh, a, a motorcycle product line as well. And we also have Rockford Fosgate uh, in that side of the corner of the store, which we show the Rockford Fosgate Harley-Davidson product line, uh, which is some um, really cool stuff. They've made uh, enclosures for woofers that fit into the Harley uh, compartments that sit behind the rear, what they call the bags. Nice. And then they have amplifiers that are plug and play, and they have speakers that fit into the pods. They're all weatherized, all miniaturized. Um, all developed for low battery power supply because motorcycles don't have a big battery like cars do. Mm -hmm. And they're super loud, super clear, and the guys on bikes just love that. Wow. Yeah. Well, you, you can probably still get the Harley sound that they want, yeah, but you're also getting the Harley audio sounds that you want. The best of both worlds. Yes. Right. Oh, very cool. And that's Rockford Fosgate does those. Yeah, Rockford Fosgate does that. All the manufacturers are, are sure. joining into that sector as well. We just have that. Um, they they have done some more uh, development in the, the kits yeah. for the saddlebags and for the amp racks and things of that nature. Not just generalization, but more specific for the bikes, Harley-Davidson in particular. We're learning more and more why you need to visit your own 12-volt dealers in your hometown, anywhere across America, because they know what Les knows. They know how to take care of you, rather than these big stores that'll just sell you whatever you think you need. So keep that in mind. <laughs> One of the things we hear from our audience a lot is the ability to integrate their Android, for example, Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. A lot of folks are saying, ah, if I can only get that in my car. Well, some newer cars have it. I'm fortunate in my MDX, I've got both. Uh, but the fact is, some cars Many cars don't. Well, you've got a solution for that, too, do you not, Yeah, Les? we do, absolutely, Dave. So, you know, the consumer is uh, being driven into the shop quite a bit with this one big request. How do I get Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in my vehicle? And typically, we're going to go to changing the radio for a new radio that has that already built in, which all the new all the manufacturers, they're targeting that, that particular market. Sure. But there are cars that you cannot change the radio. And that becomes an issue with how do I get Apple CarPlay in my vehicle without buying a new car? So um, my buddy Richard from RDV from Florida has brought a product out to the market that enables us to introduce Apple CarPlay and or Android Auto, whether wired or wirelessly, mm. into the OEM factory system. They've done an amazing job with producing product that has 
very specific harnesses that literally just plug and play into the back of the radio screen and a brain. And once this is installed into the vehicle, the Apple CarPlay and the Android Auto operate as if the car came with it from the factory. Working from the factory steering controls, working from the factory mod, uh, center console controls. Oh, that comes so not only can you use the existing controls in your vehicle uh, to control the stuff you would normally be used to, but it'll play nice with your phone now, right? You know, it'll play nice with your phone and it'll play Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. So that's really what the consumer wants. They want to get in their car and just drive off. They don't have to plug anything in. Their Apple or their Android will connect to the screen and they'll be able to just tap one of their factory buttons and say, yeah. you know, play this song on, on Spotify or where's the nearest McDonald's or call Betty or read my text messages, et cetera, et cetera, which is what Apple CarPlay and Android Auto do for you. Sure. And so you want that, you know, that user-friendly you know, factory feeling experience, and that's what these products do. They allow us to do that with Lexus and Toyota and Ford and GM and Chrysler, the vehicles that don't come with the Apple CarPlay and those vehicles that you can't change the radio in. Well, you can now. Yeah, we can. And that's where you'd use something like, in this case, RDV. RDV. That makes the stuff, and it works nicely with your existing radio. You're not losing anything. You're no. gaining all the advantages. Correct. Plug and play. Lester, one of the other things we hear from a lot of folks these days are dash cams, certainly becoming more and more popular. We're seeing videos all over the place on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and so forth of accidents happening or just bizarre things going on because they had a dash cam and they could capture it. So you're getting a lot of requests, I'm assuming, for dash cams. Getting a lot of requests for dash cams and... Um you know, the consumer, once again, becomes aware that the product is available on the market, and then more and more people come in asking for it. Um, so uh, the topic is always about the quality of the dash cam. Mm -hmm. And a dash cam is a dash cam is a dash cam is not entirely true. So a lot of consumers don't know that there's a difference be between a, a lesser quality and a, maybe a better quality dash cam. So we target the brands that we partner with for many years. There's Kenwood, there's Alpine, um, Blackview, which is another flagship brand of the marketplace. Oh, yeah. Um, these are... These are products that have focused on just how well they do the, the job as a dash cam should. Because, you know, you may think that I just got to record the event and if I need it for proof later on, I'll have it. But then you'll discover that if it's not recording very well, um, the time comes that you want to expand it onto maybe a larger screen, perhaps in a courtroom, and your dash cam recorded nicely on a small three-inch screen, but when you put it on a 25 or 42-inch or 50-inch screen, uh, it gets all pixelated. Yeah. So the ability for the dash cam to record with good depth of field, with good focus, um, with good pixelization is a key. Uh, how much memory that the dash cam uh, can hold is a strong point. Um, how well you can review, how user-friendly the product is, is always a concern because of the old conversation about, I don't know how to use my VCR, if you're old enough to remember those days. <laughs> uh, no, now the dash cam is that category. It's like, I don't know. I got a dash cam in my car. I don't know how it works. How do you make it work? So the manufacturers um, that are focusing on the user's ability to use their dash cam because they made it user-friendly through their graphic user interfaces or their apps, et cetera. That's a big part of the conversation. Sure. And cost does make a difference. Don't go cheap. Don't go cheap. I but mean, you don't I, have to buy the most expensive either. Well, of course. Right. right. Yeah. But I can't tell you personally the trouble I've had with things like an owl cam or something that's supposed to work all the time and mm. doesn't. And mm. you, you, again, get what you pay for. So go with something uh, like these that your 12-volt dealer is backing up. So your good 12-volt dealers want you to come in, purchase a product from them, have it installed, and you are satisfied with it. Yeah. The last thing we want is the customer to come back over and over and over complaining they don't like it, it doesn't work, how do we work it? This just takes up too much of the shop time. So if it's a good dealer, 
they're going to try to move a product toward your direction that they know there's confidence the product's going to give you good satisfaction, you're going to be using it regularly, and you don't have to come back complaining about it. So that's a good point, too. Of course, we can't end a discussion about 12-volt without talking about car security, alarm systems, certainly a staple for many, many years in the industry, unless I'm assuming again that just because you got a new car that has a factory alarm, that's not necessarily the end all. No, it's not. Well, you'd be surprised how many brand new cars come through our, our shop every day uh, with consumers you know, concerned about getting their car stolen, even with the factory alarm in it. Mm. it it's still um, a big, giant sector of what we do. Used to take a big size part of our wall to show the product. Now that has a big product shrunk down to a small corner because these manufacturers have become much more clever in how they produce their, um, their technology to offer to the consumer. So Viper, for example, um, uses the hub called the DS4. DS stands for Digital Solutions, and their alarm technology now is mostly a la carte. So what you'll do is you'll come in, you'll look for an alarm system, which one do you want? Well, I want one that has this feature, that feature, this feature, that feature. We pick the hub, we flash the software of your vehicle to the hub, we pair it with a mating harness for that vehicle specific, and we add the a la carte features that you might want to have your security system do. For example, I want it to have impact sensor, that's pretty common if they break the window, I want the alarm to trigger. I want a tilt sensor if the vehicle's lifted up, so if the car is towed away, which is a very common way to steal a vehicle these days. Um, I want it to work directly on my phone, that's the new heavy trend. Working from my phone means I can turn it on, turn it off, start the car, shut the car off from my phone track the vehicle from my phone, GPS tracking. If my alarm system is triggered, it'll alert my phone instantaneously, and I say that within a couple of seconds, you're getting an alert. Um, and, and this is the, the concern the consumer has because cars are being stolen out of their driveways in seconds, whether they're being towed away or literally driven away. Because the thieves still have very uh, incredible ways of circumventing the factory system. But when it comes to an aftermarket system, they're their go-to methodology to steal the car isn't as straightforward, and now they have to deal with what we put in the vehicle as well. There's more to talk about the next time we connect with Lester Tax from Cartronics in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Thank you again for putting up with us, but sharing with us some of the very cool stuff about the 12-volt industry. And it's my pleasure, Dave. It's something that I, I love to do, and I'm real happy to share it with you and your listeners. Thank well, you. thank you. Thanks for having me. You've become a, a hero to a lot of folks and in the 12-volt business for getting the word out and reminding people to visit your neighborhood 12-volt dealers and let the small business, the backbone of America, as I've said before, help you with everything and anything you need for your vehicles and cars and trucks and motorcycles and boats and all sorts of cool stuff. Meantime, be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. There's much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. How would you like to feel your best every day? 
For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch, your best every day. You're listening to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, reminding you to participate by letting us hear you on the show and win prizes. Call 800-899-INTO. Use a free Into Tomorrow app or click the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, back to the guys. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Visit blubrry.com. A founding father makes a shocking revelation. The first American woman in space blasts off, and a communications giant is born. It all happened this week in tech history. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. Here's Chris. Chris, 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 Chris. This week in 1752, founding father Benjamin Franklin finally got the opportunity he'd been waiting for. Wow. To prove a connection between lightning and electricity. As the skies over Philadelphia darkened, he gathered his supplies. A simple kite, a string, a house key, and a Leyden jar, which was a primitive form of capacitor to store an electric charge. Cool. He then hurried out into the field and let his kite fly. Contrary to popular misconceptions, his kite was not struck by lightning. If it had been, he probably would have been killed. Goodbye. Exactly. (laughs) Instead, his kite picked up on the ambient electrical charge from the storm. When he noticed the loose threads on the hemp string standing erect, he moved his finger near the key and felt the same spark that we've all experienced after walking over carpet in our socks. (laughs) Franklin continued his work with electricity, ultimately perfecting an invention we still use in many buildings today, the lightning rod. I go take my siesta now. I think that's what he said after he got shocked. Yeah. yeah. In 1944 this week, the wire recorder was patented by Marvin Cameras. Wire recorders were the first magnetic recording technology, an analog type of audio storage in which a magnetic recording is made on a thin 37-gauge steel wire. Magnetic wire recording was replaced by magnetic tape recording in the 1950s. Uh? In 1983 this week, Dr. Sally Ride became the first American woman in space, beginning her ride aboard the space shuttle Challenger for a six-day odyssey. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh hey. Yes. But she had a heck of a ride. Yeah. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Ride remained the youngest American astronaut to have traveled to space, having done so at the age of 32. Wow. And to, well, I guess she still remains the youngest astronaut because now there's been somebody younger, but it was just a space tourist. Right. They didn't quite make it to astronaut level. Right. Yeah. And this week in 2000, the Federal Communications Commission approved the merger of Bell Atlantic and GTE, marking the final regulatory hurdle for the new combined company to be named Verizon. Most illogical. A combination of the Latin word veritas, meaning truth, and the English word horizon. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just like the truth is always on the horizon, just it, not here. Is that what it is? Yeah. Right. That's our look back at this week in tech history. Thank you. Goodbye. Brad in Tyler, Texas. Hey, Brad. I currently have a phone that is needing to be upgraded, and I'm thinking about going to a wearable only and not even having a phone. Oh. Are there any wearables like watches that are all-encompassing where that would be an easy transition to make? I text a lot and use my phone quite a bit. Well, Brad, yes and no. You can get watches that can have their own mobile connection, and they are able to send text messages and make voice calls, or even do things like stream music and make NFC payments. There are several problems, though. Their mobile plans typically assume that they're an add-on to a phone's plan, so you need to tack your watch onto someone's phone plan to get it. Making calls and responding to texts using your voice works reasonably well, but it's really a pain day-to-day. Think about how many times you might text someone back in a crowded environment. Do you really want to be dictating all of your responses aloud to your wrist, and can they hear it with the background noise? And you'll also most likely want to carry Bluetooth earbuds with you at all times. They're not strictly necessary, but trying to have a phone call with a speaker and a microphone at your wrist is not great. Um, again, you'll be broadcasting your call to everyone around you, but also in louder environments, it'll be hard to hear what the other person is saying. You'd really be better off with a $30 Android phone or even a flip phone than an expensive wearable um, if what you want is really just to make phone calls and texts. Yeah, and especially because at the end of your call, you say you text a lot and you use your phone quite a bit. Yeah. Well, then why would you want to get rid of your phone? So we're a little confused by that, Brad, but I hope the input that we provided helps you out a bit. And when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, I'm sure you are already, Brad, a subscriber to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. But if not, please put in your email address. That's all we ask for, and we don't share it with anyone. We maintain your privacy. Always have, always will. And then you'll get a subsequent email. So be sure and check your email and your spam filter just in case. And click the link that says, are you sure? Because it's double opt-in. We don't spam anybody. We want to make sure that you want to get our free once-a-week tech newsletter. You can sign up at intotomorrow.com. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511. Or visit onholdaudio.net. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. 
Into Tomorrow continues. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you even more for calling in and participating. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline, and we'll tell you some of the stuff you can win coming up. But first, this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the continuous glucose monitor for all types of diabetes. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. Oh, I just noticed some new stuff on our giveaway list for this week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Folks are going to want to participate and win these things. Yeah, we've got from Targus, Webcam Pro 1080p USB webcams. Uh, from Skosh, we've got Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 for MagSafe and Qi-enabled phones. Which is QI, but right. it's... Chinese, so it's Qi. Yeah, and then I, you know, I felt like a, like an idiot when I found out all these years I was calling it QI chargers, and they're like, no, it's Qi. It is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Rondell, we've got that pro sanitizing air purifier that we're give, they're giving away this month. Removes dust, dander, pollen, smoke, and airborne viruses. Things worth eight hundred bucks. And we use one here in our own studios, and it works well. You don't hear us sneezing on the air. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got one left of the Tribit Stormbox Blast portable Bluetooth speakers. It's got 30 hours of playtime, so you can party day and night. Your neighbors will love you. And it's worth 200 bucks. And Tim, who won one like a month or so ago, sent us a note saying he loves it. And it works well, sounds terrific, and all the lights make it cool. He apparently does a disco party in his room or something, oh, okay. or backyard, or <laughs> in his pool. I don't know. He does something with it, but he likes it very much. So there you go. You get a testimonial. Do you receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter? And don't do. tell me you do, because I know you do. It's a condition it. of your employment. I get How? it to all of my email addresses. Hey, Right, good. But if others don't, all you have to do is visit intotomorrow.com at your earliest convenience. little box pops up, if the Internet gods are with us, where we ask only for your email address, which we share with no one. Constant begging aside, we still don't share your email with anyone. But then watch your email and check your spam filter, because we send you a are-you-sure double opt-in thing. You click a link, voila, you start getting our once-a-week tech newsletter with hmm, thoughts to make you smile. We let you know who's on the show this week. We cover lots of goodies as well as uh, Mooch No More. Netflix's password sharing crackdown could ruin streaming. Uh-oh. So we've got the downsides of ending password sharing that could be substantial for Netflix, and there isn't much of an upside for subscribers either. <laughs> no, there's not. And a friend of mine the other day said, well, they're doing it all right, because every time we try to go to Netflix, it requires that we put in the username and password again. Mm-hmm. And he said it was his brother's, and he doesn't remember it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So watch out for that, but check out what we tell you all about it. And if you want to win any of the aforementioned prizes, you just have to tell us when you call in and participate. You could use the Ask Dave hotline, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Hit that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com or use the message to studio button in the free Into Tomorrow app. Yolanda in Guam. Welcome Into Tomorrow, Yolanda. I'm calling to help my sister. She's been having problems with her WhatsApp. She says it expires and I don't seem to have the problem here. I have a Samsung. Hers is an Apple SE. She's technology challenged, and I'd like to be able to help her get her WhatsApp back on, because that's how we communicate. We're in Guam. She's in California. Thank you. Well, it's our pleasure, Yolanda. Let's see if we can't help you out. And I agree with you. I love WhatsApp uh, when people don't at least block their, all of their privacy. Christopher. What? What? 
Because I like the fact that you send someone a message. If you're not a WhatsApp user, this is one of the reasons I like it. You get a check mark. Your message went out. Then you get a second check mark that it was received by their device. Then those two check marks turn blue when you know they've read it. And it's on iPhones, Androids, any device, uh, computer, etc. But people like you ruin it. Well, your favorite feature is my least favorite feature. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> stop blocking that. Yeah. For crying out loud. Anyway, we've seen two versions of this message, a benign one and a malicious one. The benign one is just a, this version of WhatsApp has expired, encouraging you to upgrade. Yeah, upgrading is important because an expired version means the potential for security vulnerability exploits. Basically, someone could take advantage of a known security vulnerability to try to gain access to your sister's account and read her messages if such a vulnerability is found to exist. Yeah, now the malicious one is just a regular literal scam in which someone will pretend they're from WhatsApp, Meta, or Facebook, for example, and say your subscription is expiring in so many days, and it'll try to get money out of the user to extend the subscription. Uh Uh-uh, don't do that. WhatsApp is free worldwide. You pay Meta, which is, of course, the owner, if you will, of the company, with your privacy, not your money. And those messages are always, 100% of the time, a scam. If that's the one that she's getting, she should block the sender and ignore any other ones she gets. Yeah, now, one other possibility is that she could have disappearing messages turned on. Uh, to check that, she'd need to open a WhatsApp chat, in this case, the chat with you, click on your name at the top, which will bring up your information. There's an option there for disappearing messages. She should make sure that is set to off. If it's on, any message from you will disappear or expire after the selected time duration. And that's a very important point. Because I've seen that. I've never used it, but you know, I've put it on once or twice and go, oh, no, 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 don't want that. Because why would you want your message to disappear unless you're maybe cursing somebody out? Or <laughs> talking to a girlfriend and you don't want your wife to find out. Well, hopefully that's not <laughs> happening because then you'd be in other trouble. Now, of course, if it's a matter of upgrading, as we mentioned earlier, just go to the App Store, right, for your phone don't upgrade from any message. Go to the App Store and download the latest version, and that should do the job. Let us know, Yolanda. Hopefully, we solved the problem for you, and what was it that she's experiencing? Intotomorrow.com. Let's all meet there, shall we? Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, Use our free Into Tomorrow app, available in your app store, or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. 
That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. XCOM data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com slash compatibility. 